Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We are fueled by Cody Road, and we're here thanks to our friends at the Wild Rose Casino and Resort. My name is Steph Copley. I'm here with Elisa Woods. Hey, Elisa. What's up? We both have been enjoying some <laughs> chips and queso and chips and salsa tonight, and yeah. we just discovered that that was both of our dinners. And <laughs> I had mine a little earlier, and Elisa's mouth is currently on fire. Yeah, so it's going to be one of those nights. I'm breathing fire right now. Is it? Is it always one of those nights? I feel like I always have something wrong with me. You're right. It's always. It's another one of those nights. <laughs> another one of said. those nights. Whether it's you, like your eye is watering or your ear yeah. hurts or your mouth is on fire, it's always yeah. something. And tonight, always, its mouth is on fire. There's always something. So oh, if you I hear, got, I got the burps too. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, it's really <laughs> one of those nights. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Elisa, I don't know if you saw this, but Iowa State was just named the number one entrepreneurial university for, of the year uh, by the Accreditation Council for Entrepreneurial and Engaged Universities. So incredible. That comes, of course, in large part to our friends at Ivy who lead the business leaders of the university, um, the students there. So we're really, really, really proud of our friends at Ivy and all across the university for that incredible ranking. So good job, Ivy. We're proud of you. Proud of hey, Elisa. Yeah. Happy World Cup week. <laughs> It, it's here it's can here. i tell you i okay my husband can hear me in the other room and he's gonna be so mad i'm gonna tell this story so on the tell drive it. home tell we were it. at we were at my daughter's t-ball game and on the drive home i was like when does the world cup start and he's like uh would it be let's see 26 and i was like the 26th and he like laughed and he's like no like 2026 and i was like no the women the <laughs> women's world cup that's starting like this week <laughs> he's like oh dang <laughs> just the women's world cup no big deal as a reminder the u.s women's <laughs> national team our team of sheroes 
uh, kick off their World Cup stage games on Friday, this Friday, as in just a couple of sleeps away, everyone. A couple of sleeps, we're here! At 8 p.m. against Vietnam. Second match is July 26th, so Arnold kind of had that right. Their second match is July 26th, not 2026, but the 26th of this month, Arnold. Right. At 8 p.m. against the Netherlands. And then our third match is at 2 a.m. against Portugal um, in August, so... Do you know anything about the teams that we're playing? No, Netherlands will be a tough one. Yeah. Um, arguably, we should roll past Vietnam, but crazy things happen um, <laughs> always. And you never want to, especially in the World Cup, you never want to look your opponents. Um, I'm hoping it's a, it's one of those just shake the rust off, let everybody get yeah. you know in their roles type of game, but who knows? I'm so excited. I got my jersey ready. One of my coworkers is sending me Every piece of information she sees, she's sending me tweets. She's sending me texts. It's amazing. I love it. Have you seen some of these Nike ads? Yeah, I think. Oh it was, my! Oh, I don't gosh. think it was a Nike ad. It was the France ad. I saw the Nike one. I think I've seen two Nike ones. They're, They're pretty brilliant. good. Brilliant. Um, if you haven't seen the France one, it's making its rounds. But um, I'm going to try to explain this because it's a complicated concept. But essentially, they show an entire commercial of the men's the french men's team and how these incredible plays and this amazing athleticism and then at the very end they showed you that they used artificial intelligence to superimpose <laughs> the men's heads over the women's bodies and you realized it was the women being badasses all along yeah it's I an amazing it. commercial um it's super accessible on social media if you haven't seen it yet check it out but um Obviously, we're excited for the matches, but I got the biggest kick, Elisa, out of all of the U.S. Women's National Team suitcases as they loaded the planes over to the Netherlands. I'm sorry, over uh, over to Australia uh, and New Zealand. <laughs> there were women with like eight suitcases apiece. And I'm not talking little carry-on bags. I'm yeah. talking big suitcases that we could fit in. And then you've got this amazing range of like, a couple of women have one bag and then you've got other women who have eight and you could just kind of tell like based on the vibe of who they are, how many suitcases they're going to yeah. have. So how many suitcases would you have? Oh, I was thinking about this because I had a feeling you were going to ask me. <laughs> Here's the thing. What is it going to be like? I mean, what do you need outfits for over there? You're going to be in your U.S. Women's National Team gear all the time, right? Or is that the, is the idea that maybe not? Oh, I don't know. Because if not... You got to plan for all your looks. Yeah. And there's some women on that team who have looks. Yeah. And you're not certain that you're going to have a place to wash your clothes. How (laughs) many pairs? That's in the itinerary. (laughs) How many pairs of underwear would you pack for 10 days? 15. What would you do? Yeah, that's probably what I would pack. Have you ever needed a backup pair? Because I know. Yes. (laughs) I have. I get I, sw- I get sweaty in the underwear region. And especially- that was one of those questions I asked and I was immediately You're like, like, I shouldn't oh, have. No. No. But here's the thing is that I really like to walk places when I'm on vacation, especially. Yeah. And um, so then when I get back to, to my hotel, I'm always very sweaty. Yeah. And a little shower, a fresh pair of undies does the body I'm, good i'm feeling myself again <laughs> yeah i think 15 is the right amount yeah well i'm glad we settled throw that. In thanks a for listening everyone just <laughs> <laughs> we just got canceled <laughs> on episode 103 that was it we just got canceled no Not we didn't kidding. we didn't call him the p word 
What? You know, the P word for underwear. Oh, for undies. Is that cancelable? Yeah. I just don't say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. Anyway, <laughs> a lot of bags for a lot of undies, apparently. <laughs> Did you? Never mind. Not going to go. Um, <laughs> moving I don't on. know where you were going, but I'm dying to know. I'm dying no, no, to no, know. No, no. no, no. We're done now. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, uh, get your U.S. Women's National gear ready to go because we're gonna cheer loud. Get your U.S. Women's National underwear ready to go. That's right. <laughs> if you don't have them, make some. Get your puff paint ready. Man, I might need fifteen pairs for just staying home for the the World Cup. Just as you get sweaty as you watch, like the intensity of it. Yeah, yeah. Get so excited, I pee my pants. Been there. <laughs> I haven't really. <laughs> uh, one of the oh, we've, talked, we've talked about this on the pod. One of the crazy, um, crazier things, trends that's happening in soccer specifically, women's soccer, is this increase in injuries, specifically knee injuries, in the last couple of years. The Women's Sports Exchange put out an article called "The Missing Squad of All the Players We Will Not See in This Upcoming Upcoming World Cup Due to Injury." It was a squad of twenty-three players with one honorary coach and the crazy part to me is 70% of these 23 women had ACL tears. There were other injuries like knee or sorry, like feet and calf tears and things like that. But 70% were ACL tears specifically. Is this the fields that they're playing on or what? Uh, There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, theories. And unfortunately, as is the case with a lot of things in women's sports, there haven't been a lot of studies yet. Um, one of the big things, if you remember in the lawsuit, um, for equal pay from the U S women's national team was that the quality of their fields was not as good as the men's and the concern was the risk of injury. So I'm sure that's part of it. The hope of course, is that that is continuously getting better and they're continually playing on better and better fields, but I'm sure that's an issue of it. Another issue, um, theory, I guess I should say is that, a lot of the strength and conditioning that is used in women's soccer is what was developed for the men. And yeah. obviously men's and women's bodies are not the same. Yeah. And so what might work for women's soccer or men's soccer players isn't necessarily going to work for women. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer. I just know that it's a problem. And that's the case. That's the case in a lot of like, broad like medical studies Mm -hmm. a lot of studies a lot of medicine a lot of those types of things are made specifically for men they're made uh, they're tested for men and oftentimes it's white men yeah um and not just men i mean so it gets even more um problematic when you try to go across races and gender so Yeah. yeah those are a couple of the theories i've read but i don't think they know an answer yet yeah. Um, it was just crazy. Some of these names you've got Janine Becky for Canada. Um, and Canada is that is constantly battling for equal pay. So mm-hmm. I have this soft spot in my heart for the Canadian national team. But Janine Baker has also been a mainstay for the Portland Thorns, the reigning national women's soccer league champions. France has had several players go out. Um, one of whom is Marie Antoinette Cototo, who's had 26 goals in 32 appearances and that's 12 more goals than any other France player in that span. So it's a huge, 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 huge player for them. They really named their child Marie. Yeah, they did. I double checked it. 
Um, Beth Mead of England, she's had 29 goals and 50 appearances. Vivian uh, Medima of the Netherlands, who's the Dutch leading scorer. Like these are not just schmucks who came in at the end of the bench and who weren't in shape is my point here. Yeah. And obviously we know from um, our own team, we're missing Kristen Press along with Mallory Swanson, who was on fire before she got injured. Sam Mewis and of course, Becky Sauerbronn, who was the named the uh, honorary head coach of this missing squad. And Kristen Press, after this um, article came out, mentioned that, or I guess revealed that she's actually on her fourth surgery That's to repair crazy. her ACL. Um, and that happened last summer. And she, if you remember, she was saying, I might be in for the World Cup. Like she was that close. And then yeah. she suddenly wasn't. And th- four surgeries for one ACL repair. And I yeah. just, <clears throat> I think we take it for granted because ACLs now are so, you know, you hear the successes, which is excellent. Like that's where we should be. But we often hear those successes as, as it relates to men. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm curious if we can get more studies on female athletes, what's going on here. Yeah. Um, one second, I have to take a drink of water. No, that's fine. I was just thinking about, uh, speaking of injuries, the, the, uh, Columbia and Ireland game, it was kind of like a warm up for the world cup, the women's game they were playing and it actually got like abandoned. Like it got canceled in the middle of the game. Um, I think it was 20 minutes in maybe midway through the first half. Um, they just decided to cancel just just be and, done yeah be done with the game um i guess one of their captains their midfielder denise o'sullivan was injured uh but, and later taken to the hospital for an assessment on her shin it looks like she is going to play in the world cup so Jeez. luckily it wasn't like a really bad injury but it was just too aggressive and too rough and stuff and you know it's interesting i was thinking like oh would they do that for a men's game but i was actually watching i think it was the u.s mexico game mm-hmm. um that they called and uh i think it was like technically probably a world cup qualifying game it was an important game um and i think the u.s was up maybe two and they decided to call it before the extra time was up because so many people in the out in the stands were like throwing things onto the it, field yeah and it was just getting too chippy and like the the fans were getting too chippy and they decided to just like end the game and i think that's such a strange thing about soccer is you like you never know when it's gonna end <laughs> you know what that I mean? is weird it's really yeah. hard to explain to kids like the extra time they're like what what do you yeah, mean and, we just have to assume right. that the official is keeping yeah it's very weird. right and nobody yeah. seemed to be worked up that do you, the game was just ending and i was like guys guys yeah do you think this women's game was obviously the physicality was why they ended it, but do you think that because of its proximity to the world cup, they were like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's for interesting. Sure. It was close enough to the world cup. They saw one person go down and they were kind of like, oh, we just, it's what's the point of this. Yeah. Yeah. And after one person going down, it was like, we don't, we don't want to risk it. And it was still kind of an aggressive chippy game. And yeah, it was more to me. It was more of like a, like a, Oh gosh, like a scrimmage, 
you know? Yeah, it was a friendly, right? Yeah. Just to, yeah. And they're like, okay, this isn't going well. Let's just yeah. end it. But I mean, imagine if you went to go watch the game. And I know, that would be a All huge of a sudden, they're bummer. like, oh, never mind. It's interesting that you say that because there was a record set last week um, in another friendly, like a pre-World Cup, let's get ready. It was Australia and France. Um, it was just a World Cup warm-up. And it was in Melbourne and it sold out 50,000 people went oh, to this wow. friendly. So it would be like these 50,000 people yeah being like okay we played one quarter of a game see you later yeah yeah well that's interesting i i've seen a lot of um predictions that this will be the most watched world cup of all time i would be shocked if it isn't um and hopefully we can keep the stars that are left healthy because that would be a that would it would be like caitlin clark you know if you going out in the first round of the ncaa tournament with an injury i mean these are the that's the level of names we're talking about when we say some of these world-class athletes have been injured. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Speaking of women's sports injuries that have been understudied, we have lots of information, not enough, but lots of information on CTE as it relates to men. But for the first time ever, we now know that CTE is present in uh, female brains. A former Australian soccer player was diagnosed. She was the first one diagnosed Um, and CT is only diagnosed posthumously. So Mm -hmm. that makes, obviously that's one of the challenges of it. Um, but she played in the Australian football league. She died at age 28 and that's when it was diagnosed. Um, she had at least one diagnosed concussion in 2017 and that was the same season she retired, but she'd been playing soccer since age five. So the likelihood that she had more than one concussion is extremely high. So we actually, I remember when I was at Iowa State and uh, we were kind of studying this. So I, my degree is in sport management. So I had a lot of like physiology, that type of thing. And I just looked it up because like concussions in women's soccer are so prevalent. And actually uh, recent research published in Nature, I don't know where they published it in nature i'm looking at the cedars sinai so it's oh like yeah a, that's a reputable it's source. a reputable source but they said female soccer players are twice as likely to suck, suffer from concussions as their male counterparts and so yeah women in general are more yeah. likely to suffer a concussion and so yeah. you're you're saying it's twice as likely in female yeah. soccer players and things like headers and mm-hmm. they've like tried to take some of that out of like younger children um playing soccer let's not do the headers yeah quite so early stuff like that um but yeah it's i mean twice as likely you know and i both of my girls play soccer and i have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old and so it's just the you know it's the basic youth soccer but some of those can uh, I, i mean they they're collisions yeah. some of those they run into each other and it's it is hard and i've thought to myself they're one of them for sure is getting concussion before yeah. this is over and if you are a professional player and you've been playing since the age of four i mean fair to say you've had more than two i'm willing yeah. to bet yeah and it's um i started thinking about this she's the first woman to ever have been diagnosed with ct and think of I mean, women's soccer in the U.S. really blew up in the 90s. Think of how many women have had some form of CTE just within the U.S. women's national team that we just never knew about or, or may have yeah. it now. And I, yeah. I'm curious to see 
what happens in the next few years, if that's something that these players are going to be more aware of or more um, vocal about. Because I wonder if it manifests the same way that it is in men too. Yeah. I remember when um, Tyler Sash passed away Yes, and I had interviewed him and like spent some time with him on RBTV and stuff when I was working at for WHO. And so it was so surprising, like, I don't know, to hear kind of how his life had taken that deteriorated, right? Yeah. 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 So. And it's um, the study on Heather Anderson said that the same lesions in the same places were there. Um, so it looks like it from a f- purely medical standpoint, it looks, it sounds, I shouldn't say it looks, it sounds like yeah. it manifests the same, but of course, behaviorally, that could be entirely different. So I yeah. think this is just the first of many um conversations that we'll probably have about this and i mean it happens in basketball too it's not specifically just with soccer and football so yeah yeah yeah, it's just uh it's interesting Hmm. uh my last piece on the u.s women's national team for world cup week is that um last week we got to enjoy the espies and they were the recipients of the arthur ash award and courage and there was a long piece on them it was a long feature about their fight for equal pay And obviously that fight has spanned years and years. Um, You have different eras of players who were involved in that fight. And they talked to a lot of them on that feature. They talked with Abby Wambach. They talked with current players. They talked with Megan Rapinoe. And I just, it was, um, and I, whatever, not to get be political, but after a weird couple of days in Iowa where things got a little dicey for women, um, to see them up there and, acknowledging what they fought for and how awful it was at times and how betrayed they felt by their own federation. What a story. And I, I know we've talked a lot about them and there are people out there who say, will say, you know, their, their 15 minutes of fame is up. And to that, I say like, piss off. I will talk about these women forever because they really are heroes. And Kristen press had an incredible speech which if you haven't seen it or you didn't see it that night, I would encourage you to go find it, YouTube it. But she said, when you play for the United States women's national team, you are handed a torch. You're given the responsibility to carry that torch as far and as high as possible for the sake of women's equality. And I just salute you, Kristen Press. I salute you, the entire women's national team, any person, any woman who's had a part in that fight. We all owe you one. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing like a ton of stuff about, I think in the next year or two, there's going to be a lot of like documentaries, a lot of stuff. I think that the World Cup is just going to be the start of the renewed excitement about women's soccer. I think you're right. And it's been building to this, you know, it's been building with um, some of the lower leagues and stuff. I think that it's just trending in the direction of people being excited about women's soccer. And the cool part is there's a lot of young names. And so the, those names that you and I have grown up with, Elisa are starting to phase out and this is a new era. So what a time to be a soccer fan uh, in the U S definitely. And I love also, sorry, I just want to put this in here too. I also love like the diversity that we're starting to see on the team. I think that um, we started to see that in the men's team two or three years ago. 
Um, but we're just really starting to see that in the women's team. And I think that that's going to also be reflected in like the young women who want to play. Yes. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the face, the, the color of the skin is going to change a little bit in the next four years between now and the next world cup. I don't, I don't think that they're, I don't think it's going to be fewer black women on the team. No, I think there's just only going to be more. I mean, the face of the team for a long time was Mia Hamm, you know, yeah. for a long time. And now you're switching over to the faces of Trinity Rodman and Mallory Swanson, mm-hmm. both of whom are black. And I just, you're right. I hadn't thought about it that way. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Cool. Should we take a quick break? Let's do it. Okay. We will take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, we'll talk about some fun WNBA all-star news. And Elisa has some updates on some of our favorite cyclones. Sure Uh, do. Sure do. But before we go, let's give a shout out to our friend Hope Wood. You've heard us talk about Hope uh, for months now. But if you haven't done it yet, go do it because she does the Will on a Day program. You can get your will done, get all of your affairs in order in just a couple of hours. Her website is hopewoodjd.com. She's a wonderful human, a wonderful cyclone, the exact type of person we love supporting. Again, that's hopewoodjd.com. Use the code FANATIC for $50 off. All right, Elisa, it was WNBA All-Star Week. And what a weekend it was. What a weekend it was. Started with, started with Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. Dropping 37 points, only missing two shots in the three point. Like, are you serious? And we talked about this before. The the, the people who held the previous the record, the people, I think it was 31 and it was both Tyrese and Steph Curry. So like, just say this again. Okay. Repeat it. <laughs> she hit 25 out of 27 possible shots. Yeah. Or a total score of 37 out of 40 possible points. Yeah. In the three point contest. Yeah. The previous record was 31 <laughs> points. <laughs> Steph Curry and Tyrese Halliburton. What? I mean, right. you, it, what? Right. I think Steph Curry said, like, that record's standing forever. No one's going right. to. Right. And no, I can't no imagine how you it. would. I know, unless she does it again next year. I just love her. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> It's incredible. It is. Yeah. It was fun to see that kind of explode a little bit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always love when you get those big name guys like Steph Curry out there mm-hmm. touting the big name WNBA players on Twitter. That's like yeah. warms my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it last pod um, that Dwayne Wade referencing himself in the third person. Dwayne Wade, <laughs> um, Dwayne Wade said that Dwayne Wade was thinking about uh getting involved in WNBA ownership and he did it mm-hmm. he's with the Chicago Sky Chicago Sky okay so I've been just like spinning about this spinning um spitting or spinning spitting or spinning um it's incredible how cheap they're getting I to this oh and I think that um did you just pick your nose? No, I scratched my <laughs> what's this little area? I also scratched it with my middle finger. It's your mustache area. You. Yeah. My the okay, I won't say it. Um <laughs> get us canceled again. Again. Um they're getting in so cheap. And that's because these ownership groups aren't fully selling, and so they're not the teams aren't being like 
fully reevaluated. The cost right. of the team isn't being fully reevaluated because they're not a hundred percent being sold. Uh, so they're getting in so cheap right now. And I think like we saw, I mean, D Wade just, he gets in everywhere. He's got yeah. his own wine. Like he's, he's an investor and he's an intelligent investor as yes. well. Um, so it's so cool to see. I'm just, I'm, there's going to be an onslaught. There was an onslaught of people like celebrities buying into women's soccer teams. And now there's going to be an onslaught of celebrities getting into these women WNBA games. Did you teams. see that? He actually said that he's already gotten a ton of calls um, from other NBA alums asking like, how do I do this? So you're right. Yeah. I mean, he's already, I mean, and just to, to go back to what you said and just to break it out a little bit more. So in terms of these guys getting in cheap right now. So when you go to sell a team, a hundred percent of the, of the, the shares, the stock, whatever you want to call it, someone just did this recently. And so you get reevaluated and obviously with the growth of women's sports, your value is going up even in the WNBA where it's probably a slower growth than college women's basketball or, or other things. But the value of these teams are going up every time there's a reevaluation. And what Elise is saying is that these guys are getting in based on the outdated value. Mm -hmm. So for example, Dwayne Wade's getting in at 10% of the outdated value. If this thing goes at first, you know, if it gets sold later on, he's getting paid out significantly more than his, what his quote unquote 10% was. It's a yeah. brilliant investment. Elisa, if you have a few million just hanging out in your backyard, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll go in know. with you. <laughs> I'll let you know. Let's get in. The stock is yeah. low. Let's go. Yeah. Buy low, sell high, baby. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so it's wild. And I think you're right. I think we're about to see um, a major money infusion. Yeah. It has to be. Um, I have some random tidbits. Do you want to mention those before we talk about our Yeah. Tidbits? Okay. Hold on. I was looking hold on. at these. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I was looking at these numbers. So there was. Um, the Seattle Storm sold a minority part of their um, team. And so they revalued, evaluated the team. And the team was valued at $151 million. Right now, the Las Vegas Aces are valued at $14 million. That's because they haven't... <laughs> they haven't sold and they haven't been reevaluated right. yet. Like, right. is that give you goosebumps or what? It makes me want to go buy the Las Vegas aces. We're freaking 14 million. I'm telling you, yeah. listen, Heck I think yeah. if we go up into our couches, we can probably <laughs> find $14 worth of Cheeto crumbs <laughs> and you got to start somewhere. That's crazy. What if? Oh my gosh! All of the people that Brent calls for we will donations, don't tell him I said this. Okay. We start calling to help us buy the Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I think it could work. I think we could do it. Sorry, Brent. I have about right. twelve dollars I could pitch in. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of things I could. What would you be willing to cut out of your life for the Las Here's Vegas? Here's the Aces? thing. If what about your can, chai teas? If we can wait until Sunday, I am having a garage sale <laughs> this weekend. Are you really? Yeah, at my grandparents' house in Ames. Okay. So if garage you guys are around, are, yeah. let me know. Slide and, in my DMs. I'll let you know where my garage sale is. And help us contribute 
to the Las Vegas Aces purchase. <laughs> what what is something in your life you would give up for to buy the Las Vegas Aces? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like I almost said I would give up shiny like sparkly shoes then I was like no, no I wouldn't. I love I love you women's basketball yeah. but I don't I don't mm. I would give up Starbies. I'd give up Starbies, but I don't drink it very often, so that doesn't count. No, I do. I'd give up snacks and just stick to the three meals. I'd give up smoothies. Mm, Interesting one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that's my sacrifice. Yeah, right there. I'd switch to cheap butter instead of the land lakes that I I use. I like that was not negotiable for you. I know, but that's your sacrifice, right? Right, 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 right. Sacrifice. Oh, I know what. Okay, okay, what? One more. Okay. I would I would not give this up. No, I wouldn't. I was going to say I would color my gray hair less frequently, but that's a lie. I absolutely wouldn't. <laughs> Never going to give you up. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, really quick. Then we'll get to cyclones. Okay. Um a couple of cool returns news. Gabby Douglas is yeah. returning to competition yeah. with plans to compete in the 2024 Paris Olympics. And so is drum roll, please. Elise is doing a drum roll <laughs> in the air. Simone Biles, our girl. I honest to God thought she was just done. She got yeah. married. I thought yeah. she's, she's moved on with her life. I'm happy for her. Nope. She's going to try to come back. Crazy. How do you feel about that? Um, I say go for it. I do too. I'd love to see you again. I'd love to see her again. And me. You'd love to see me again too. And you. Um, yeah, I feel that way too. I. It's one of those things where if she was going to ride off into the sunset, you know, and her legacy was she put her mental health first. Yeah. I would have been happy with that. I really would have. I was actually, I, I was talking to Simone. I would love to see you again because I know she listens. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're right. <laughs> Um, but okay, really quick. This is kind of an aside, but so okay. Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles coming back and it just, I was trying to think about <clears throat> Simone Biles has kind of like, I mean, she's, she's been in the spotlight some here and there. I think yeah. she's like somewhat still relevant on the like main athletes scene. You mm-hmm. know, who has stayed ridiculously relevant despite not having done anything for a long time. And it's within this realm of athletes. I mean, is it uh, Sean Johnson? Johnson? Yes. Prego again? She's Prego again. And I don't know how she's done it, but she's branded. I know, but like, it's brilliant. Yeah. She doesn't. She is lovely. She's a blast to follow on social media. She and her husband are hilarious. They're very down to earth. And but like. I mean, she was obviously an incredibly talented gymnast, but I, yeah. I mean, she has figured out a way to take that legacy and make her an everyday name for something yeah. other than gymnastics. And well, I don't even really know what she's a face for. She's just she a face. Did, well, she did dance with the stars, dancing with uh, the that's stars. True. Yep, yep. Won yep, yep. that. Yep. Um, and I think she's like she a just, sweetheart. America's yeah, sweetheart. she's America's sweetheart. She just kind of used that to jump in at the right time with social media um instagram and she's smart about it it's witty yeah. it's uh, and they're always doing new things it's not yeah. stale i just she's brilliant brilliant women's women's sports stars using social media what? to increase their stock what crazy who, talk who, who would have thunk 
you're out of your gourd. <laughs> um, uh, Nastia Lucan is pretty relevant on social media too. In oh, terms I know. of like, I don't you love her? I she feel is. Like you love her. I freaking love her. You love her style. I love too. her style. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty out there sometimes, but like, yeah. it's it's. If I was gonna push the envelope, it'd be the way <laughs> she does it. Anyway, uh, sad retirement news. Yeah, my girl, Megan Rapino. Oh, that one hurts. I knew it was coming. It's like one of those yeah. you just you know when Sue retired. I, yeah, yeah, that was it. So uh, Megan's done after the National Women's Soccer League season concludes, which will be after the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And I went back to see how long she's played. She made her debut in July of 2006. Wow. When we were just babies, college so, babies. Um, <laughs> so at the end of this, uh, this radio show that I listened to called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, they say, wait, wait, don't tell me. Wait, wait, don't tell me. They say, um, you know, what, what is going to, what do you think is going to happen? And then they give you like a, a thing. And then they say, if any of this happens, we'll talk about it on. Wait, wait, don't tell me. So what do you think she is going to do next? I think she and Sue are going to invest in a lot of women's sports teams. And I don't know whether that's wait. What is Sue already invested in? She's invested in National Women's Soccer League team, Women's isn't it? Soccer League team, yeah. And it's not Megan's Angel team, right? City. Yes, that's right. Yeah, okay. that right. Okay, so it's not the OL Reign, which is what Megan plays on. Okay. I imagine they yeah, no, um, they do more of that. Yeah. I think that Megan will try her hand in some fashiony stuff. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like women's apparel. Yeah, and. I think that she will remain a fixture a lot like um, Billie Jean King in the fight for yeah. women's equality long, long, long after um, our kids are grown. Yes. Run for office? I thought about that too. Okay. Well, if I, any of this happens, we'll talk about it on <laughs> the Title IX podcast. What do you... I, I wondered about the run for office thing too. Obviously she's yeah. very outspoken about her views, but do you think she's, do you think she wants to? Yeah. She doesn't want to be pigeonholed into that. Maybe that's kind of what I think. Too. I, know. I think I she'd know. be great. I think she'd piss a lot of people off, but you know, <laughs> sometimes that's what we need. Yeah. I mean, let's just get her on city council or something. <laughs> Can you imagine her on like, yeah, I can. The Story City <laughs> City Council or something. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, sorry, Story City. I didn't mean to single you out. I just thought of a small town really quick. Love Story City. Valhalla. Ever been there? No. Mm. I don't even know if Valhalla is still there. But I could it have was said a, Carol. It, it was just... a great restaurant back in the day. Back in the day. Um, tell us about our cyclones. Okay, so Gabe Kalsher and who else played? Osun played on the Wizards. Gabe played on the Warriors. Um, they both got... You're talking about the summer? <clears throat> on the summer league, NBA yeah. summer league. Uh, they both got minuscule minutes, to be honest. Um, I would say Gabe maybe got five or eight points one of the games. I don't probably not even eight. I saw him hit a three, which is why I think he had five in a game. I think that they ran the play for him, which was oh, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold was like, oh, they ran that play for him. And I was like, listen, I believe you. 
Um, but that's great to see. I don't know that either one of them will stick. Maybe G League um, would will probably be more likely um, where they're going to play. So, I have a question. Yeah. Do you watch the Summer League games? We watched many Summer League games. We watched oh, the championship last night. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. If there's basketball on, it's on in this household. I admire you for that. <laughs> we went between that and the that celebrity golf uh, tournament oh, that yeah, with Steph Curry won. Yeah. <laughs> because Steph Curry was playing. That's right. Because he it. plays basketball. He I get plays it. Basketball. Yeah. yeah. We're a basketball family. Um, so that was great to see. Uh, I think I, we, we couldn't remember if this happened. I think we did talk about <laughs> Halliburton in our last. Yeah, we pod. did. Okay. We did. Yeah. yeah. And then Yang signed his three-year deal with the Cavs for 26 million. Monte went to the, they're Pistons. rich. They're rich. I mean, 260 million over five years. Holy cow. Hey, we could go to them for money That's to buy true. the Las Vegas aces. Tyrese. Tyrese listening we have an idea it's like pocket change for Tyrese at this point right yeah we have a deal for you (laughs) we have a deal for you and in other news Ashley Jones repeats as the ISU female athlete of the year have we moved on to shout outs wait didn't she win another award too did she wait yes she did Tell she won about the, it. She won the initial the first year of the uh oh hold on. Hold on. I thought that's what you were gonna talk about. So I no, hold on. Hold she on. repeated ISU female athlete of the year. She won. Um, wait, 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 wait. wait Jones. Wait. The the she is the 2022-2023 Bob Bowlesby Award as the Big 12 Conferences Female Athlete of the Year. That's what you were just talking about. But I thought it was named I thought it was uh, named differently this year. So I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, I think that we're both adding to the conversation here. No, we weren't. I was under the impression it was like a differently named award. So that's my fault. You were right. Well, Lisa was right. Gosh. (laughs) One time at my old job, I made one of my coworkers buy me a cookie cake that said you were right on it because (laughs) I was right about something. (laughs) And he did it. Um, (laughs) Maya Duckworth. Wait. What? Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say. We can't just. We can just. No, I was going to say, I will. I don't think you probably want a cookie. A cookie cake? But you deal with those all day. Let me tell you two things that I love. Cookie cakes and Dairy Queen ice cream cakes. I made an ice cream cake for Corey's birthday party, so I can make one for you. Mm, It has to be Dairy Queen, unfortunately, and I would like extra fudge. You have to call them and specify that you want extra fudge in that, like, fudge and cookie region. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. The crunchy part. Yeah, but yeah, extra okay. fudge. Okay, I will do that because you were right. You know what the best part of an ice cream cake is? It And why is it? It's like the fake whipped cream whipped. around the edge. <laughs> See, I don't like that part. <laughs> oh, I love that part. It tastes like plastic. I was just going to say, it does. It tastes, it tastes like, like 
carcinogens. Why do you like it? I don't know. All right, fair enough. I like things that taste the way that they should smell. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even... can we t- talk about Maya? Please? Yes, I'm sorry. I derailed that. I In my um, head, you said something and then I, I like, and now I'm having like a moment where, do you ever say, do you ever think something in your head and then you say, like, you think thought A and then you say thought B and you think that you've said thought A out loud and everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? And then mm-hmm. you realize you only have that conversation in your head. No. I'm having that moment right now. Did I say? I don't. I don't. Okay. Anyway, Maya Duckworth, go ahead. She was named to the preseason All Big Twelve team. She's really good. She is really good. I'm excited to watch we, her this year. We're so close to fall sports kicking we're, off. I literally, like, holy when cow. I was sitting here waiting to log in, I was like, "Wait, have we started yet?" No, no, it's July. It's July. Don't rush the summer, please. No, I don't want to rush the summer. I am but rushing. Like, I'm talking to myself. Oh, sure, Alicia, sure. don't rush the summer, please. But you say volleyball awards, and I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. No. Pre preseason. Well, right, but that is we're right yeah. there. Yeah. Football camp starts like cool. yesterday. I mean, it starts oh in a couple of weeks, but it feels like that. Yeah. Pe- people are starting to have their fantasy football league drafts already. And I they've started on ESPN talking about like who the who the number one picks should be. And like grading, they were grading the running backs today. I don't know. I'm just not there yet. I'm still in, I'm still in, uh, lay on the beach in the sun mode. (laughs) May I ask you a question before? Well, do you have anything else? I'm sorry. Nope. I don't have anything else. What do you think? Obviously there are some, um, weird things out there with the gambling for football that there's just some unknowns that are clouding the discussions. Yeah. Do you think that is part of why the off season feels strange? Or do you think it is just that we maybe have lower expectations than we've had in the past? Or do you think it's both? No, I think that it's low expectations. Lowered expectations. There's no. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it's low expectations and compounded by the fact that we don't think that our quarterback's even going to play the first couple games, maybe mm-hmm. any of the games. And maybe other um, players too. Yeah. And other know. players. But I mean, so usually it's like last year it was like, oh my gosh, you've never seen a quarterback <laughs> like this before. The greatest quarterback You've never seen him throw a ball like this. That was a good, that's like, I feel like we Thank need like you. a grainy <laughs> Green um, footage of but yeah they were all so excited about it's just like who are we excited about this year i don't know that we're excited and it's like well are they gonna play we don't know right and i think it's just we don't think we're gonna be any good probably using the betting things as an excuse it just already feels like we've thrown this season away i don't like it it bums me i out know it bums me out big time I feel bad for anyone involved who's trying to make decisions without a full set of cards. Like that's tricky. I think it's been a, it's been a long time since we've had a season without a story. And so I think mm. that there will be a story that comes into this season, 
but I don't think that we know what it is yet. Sure. And I don't, I think in the past we haven't known what the story of the season will be. You know, if it's a big win, if it's a underrated player, mm-hmm. if it's quarterback coming out of nowhere, if mm-hmm. it's quarterback turning into, you know, a wide receiver quarterback, you know, <laughs> right. Right. Who knows what it is. Um, but there'll be a story this year that, um, that we'll be able to get behind and we'll get excited about um, and people will be tweeting about every game, but we just don't know what that story is yet. And it's not being force fed to us. Not a lot is being force fed to us in general. Um, which no, I it's weird. Is, yeah. Which I think is uncommon from a Matt Campbell team. I yeah. Think that he I mean, usually they usually control the narrative. Line. Yep. Right. Yep. And there's just nothing really being controlled this year. So which truly shows you that they're in the dark as much as yeah. we are. Yeah. Or just trying something new. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could be right. Yeah. Who knows? We're never yeah. going to know either. No, we'll find out this year. Well, I, I like mark my words. There will be a mark story. Them. Mark of course my there words. Will be. There will be right. a story. There will be somebody who stands out this year. Um, there'll be a big win. There'll be something, um, that we can kind of hang our hats on this year, but I don't think it's going to be like a 10 win season. And you know what, if nothing else, we still have each other, no aims logger, (laughs) but that rhymes with each other. Kind of each Mm. other. No, it doesn't. That's like orange. Nothing rhymes with orange. All right. That's all I got. I was just curious. It just does not, I do not have that. It's like the buzz is different. There is no buzz. There's just like, It's weird. Just b, no yeah. us. There's not even z's. Just no, buh. just b, yeah. b, All right, I have nothing else to say. Great. Well, this was unhinged, and I loved it. Your mouth didn't start on fire. No, as much it as cooled I was off. It cooled off. I will tell you though, th- there are some very large peppers in this salsa, and I'm like, are these green peppers, or are y'all trying to kill me? There's only one way to find out. No, no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We I just, thought that's what you wanted. No, me to say. we don't find <laughs> out. We leave them in there and eat around them. That's what we do. Alisa, you only live once. You try Yolo. the peppers. No, you don't. No, you, yeah, don't. you do. I have heartburn. No, I have a weak esophagus stuff. Okay. If we're going to talk about side. who has the weak esophagus in this room, it's me. <laughs> I have to take, I take. Alisa, I've had my esophagus stretched oh, yeah. like five times. So yeah, you choke on things. I forgot. God I'm almighty. Telling you, I have a, maybe you have a tight esophagus. I have a loose one. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. We got it. Whoever edits this, can you just edit this part out? That was gold. Esophagus friends esophagus esophagi <laughs> biscotti esophaguses snuffleupaguses biscuits snuffleupagus is esophagus <laughs> biscuits and biscotti okay All that's right. enough you're done we're done <laughs> go cyclone go state